Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's happening, everybody? Welcome into ACC Tailgate on a Tuesday. I'm your host, Will Dalton. AKA Wilbur and Golds. It's a pleasure to have you guys in on uh, a Tuesday as always. Um, so I think it's fair to say, as we'll just dive right in, uh, I think it's fair to say, you know, the new college football season has officially begun. I mean, I know, uh, you know, spring games really, for the most part, they're kind of like a pro day heading into the NFL draft, which Thursday's show, uh, because I wanted all of today for the most part to be dedicated, obviously, to what we saw uh, over the weekend from Georgia Tech, from Boston College, from Pitt and from UNC, the four ACC teams that played over the weekend, their spring uh, scrimmages <clears throat> wrapping up. I believe that wraps up uh, their spring workouts, their spring practices on field anyway. Uh, until we see him again in OTAs in the fall. But, ooh, that's good. Good lemon water. New cup, good lemon. We're ready to rock. Uh, but, no, I wanted today's show to be pretty much completely dedicated to spring. What we, Again, what we saw over the weekend. Uh, and then Thursday, can, obviously, because Thursday is draft day, or at least it's the beginning of the draft, you know, round one. On Thursday night, we will be exclusively uh, doing draft-related things uh, for the most part on uh, Thursday's show. Probably a little bit of ACC football, maybe some ACC basketball uh, uh, talk as well. Spartan Barton, what's happening, man? Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know if I had low key. I didn't know. That's that's why I kind of waited. Uh, a while, you know, uh, to get the show started today. I, I saw that we had, uh, okay, now we got some audience coming in. That's, so I know we had uh, a Spartan Barton, nice blue blockers. Appreciate it as always. Uh, so I've actually got uh, Carolina's spring game going on in the background. I was taking another look at it. Uh, I was trying to kind of skim through all of them a second time. Uh, before the show while I was scrambling around doing other things, you know, an action packed morning it's been for me so far, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, so Spartan Barton, always good to have you in. I wasn't sure <clears throat> if we really had any audience yet. Uh, usually we do, you know, have a nice handful to start the show, but you know, I, uh, I always have the show up on my laptop, you know, so technically I'm a viewer right now. Uh, and so that was the one viewer that we had was myself. Uh, so I didn't know. I didn't want to start the show until I knew I had somebody in here uh, to 
to start it off with me. So Spartan Barton, uh, as always, in there. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. Got a couple other viewers as well in here. Hope you guys enjoyed your weekend. Welcome in. Uh, so yeah, Thursday's show is going to be completely. De- I don't even know what I was talking about. Uh, Thursday's show is going to be completely dedicated to the draft. Uh, some things. Uh, you know, we'll kind of look at just some different things. You know, we might even do a mock draft. As a matter of fact, we might even do that. Uh, I know those are always kind of fun to do. You know, you see a lot of people do those. Uh, you know, kind of kind of talk about the teams that are going to be picking in the lottery picks. You know, the what their needs kind of are. I mean, obviously we've we've been uh, filled with draft content up to this point. Uh, but you know, each each person does it differently. Each person has a unique take on it. So we're going to do it probably on Thursday. Talk about the different teams' needs. Um, and then, uh, you know, what kind of fit you would see with each, you know, mostly we're going to be talking to quarterbacks, obviously, and then maybe a couple other things as well. But uh, <clears throat> I would like to go ahead and um, get into it. Uh, the ACC uh, football actually saw this weekend. Again, you had Georgia Tech. Yeah, let me get my banner up here. Get us looking all uh, sharp and snappy. Oh, that's not it. Uh, there it is. Uh, put my name away. You guys know who I am. Uh, so, yeah, it was Georgia Tech, Boston College, Pitt, and uh, Carolina. Obviously, the last one was the most exciting. And not even just, again, you know, not even just because I'm a Carolina fan. I'm not even talking about for me personally. Uh, all of these teams that played over the weekend, I'm intrigued by for different reasons. I mean, uh, Carolina, this is this was, I assume it was supposed to be, and I assume it ended up being, you know, the most uh, viewed and anticipated spring game uh, for the Tar Heels, maybe in their history. And because I would say, I think it's fair to say that this is probably the most uh, anticipated season in Tar Heel football history. You know, contrary to former belief and maybe still current belief for those that aren't as in the trenches uh, as you guys are uh, on ACC football, they do play football down at Chapel Hill. They they do do something other than play basketball. Uh, you know, I know we're a couple seasons into Mac Brown's return, but in case you didn't know, they do play a little football down there. So, and it's going to be good this year. It's going to be, I, I, again, I think it's going to be the most, and it's not even just me. I think Tar Heel Nation and those that pay close attention to it, like you guys do, this is the most, an- let me turn my ringer up. Uh, this is the most anticipated season of Tar Heel football ever. Uh, probably in their history. But I want to start out with Georgia Tech, and we're just going to basically kind of go through, uh, and and this is kind of what I wanted to do. So I don't know if you saw it or not. Uh, we So we did an episode on Friday. It was kind of a shit show. I, I felt like it was a shit show. Like, I felt very unprepared for it. Um, uh, you know, I, I, want, I wasn't able to do a show on Thursday because I had so, uh, college softball to call, so I couldn't be here. But I did want to squeeze a show in maybe on Friday. Uh, so I did, but I, I don't know. Like, it was kind of out of whack for me. Maybe it didn't seem like it to you guys. I tend to over uh, judge myself on some of that stuff sometimes, be a little overcritical. But I, 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 w- I wanted to kind of touch on each 
team in the ACC, you know, from a football perspective, kind of what they're a more in-depth look, but I really just didn't get as real. I, I don't know. I felt like it was a very unproductive show for me, and I didn't feel like I brought you guys a lot of value. Uh, so I would like to kind of touch on basically each team that played uh, over the weekend, and we'll start off with Georgia Tech. Uh, so obviously Georgia Tech, they're into year three with Jeff Collins as the head coach. Um, excuse me. My, my throat's a little, uh, dry today. <clears throat> so, uh, gotta, gotta stay hydrated, stay, uh, moisturized here. Uh, so year three with Jeff Collins. And I think if you asked most Georgia Tech fans that are like diehard fans, uh, I think there's a lot of underlining excitement uh, and fired upness uh, down in Yellow Jacket land because it's coming. It's coming for Georgia Tech. Uh, I, you know, I really like so far what I'm seeing, what I've learned about Coach Collins. I didn't know a ton about him. That, that's one thing I want to try and do a better year or a better year. That's, that's one thing I want to do a better job of on this show for you guys heading into essentially year two of this show uh, as we go into our first like regular uh, college football season, ACC football season on this show. Obviously, we had to deal with the COVID year. So things were slightly – it had a different feel, but I think it's safe to say that uh, our next uh, round – uh, into, you know, ACC football and into uh, the NFL and, you know, with the NBA playoffs coming up and as we get further into the MLB season, uh, things are going to – are even more so going to be getting back to normal and it's going to be more what we're used to. So I'm excited about that. Uh, but I would like to get more into the trenches on some of these teams uh, on this show, educate myself even deeper uh, going into this coming football season so I can even bring, hopefully bring you guys even more value uh, than I did, you know, in our first year together. So that's something that I'm excited about. But I think from an outsider's perspective, Georgia Tech is just another team that was kind of just kind of one of the bottom teams in the ACC going into this year. But I think based on what I'm hearing, George, diehard Georgia Tech fans are excited I think they really like what Coach Collins is doing down there, uh, the culture that he's already been building. Basically what Coach Collins did is he was starting from ground zero. Like he, he was basically having to build a new foundation, uh, kind of like what the Panthers you know, had to do with Matt Rule last year. They, they had to build a new foundation, a new culture, and he was starting from the bottom. He was having to rebuild. And he's been putting that in place over the last two years. And I think – you know, either later on, maybe not later. I think at some point this season or next, at some point over the next two seasons, something's going to pop for Georgia Tech. And they may take those types of steps this year. You might be surprised. And I think what's going to happen is, is when they do start to kind of pop off and make some noise, it's going to seem like it came out of nowhere. It's going to seem like all of a sudden, like, where did this come from? But it's been in the works. Believe me, it's been in the works. Coach Collins has been building the foundation, building the culture. And I'm very intrigued by their quarterback. Uh, I think he's a redshirt freshman. He used his COVID year. Uh, Jeff Sims. 
You know, uh, he intrigued me over the spring game. I mean, but also, uh, and I think this is what I was talking about a minute ago and I lost my train of thought. You know, much like a pro day going into the NFL draft, much like uh, the preseason going into an NFL season, uh, there's only so much you're going to learn from a spring game that we like what we saw uh, over the weekend. You know, you're not going to learn. You're probably not going to learn too much that you didn't maybe already know. Uh, you're, you're all, you, now, you, it might be your opportunity to get acquainted with new players. I know it was for me uh, to get reacquainted with returning players on each of these teams to learn more about the coaches. That's how I kind of approached it. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's a scrimmage against your own team. So, um, <clears throat> Spartan Barton asks, uh, did Sims at Georgia Tech? I thought he looked great. Uh, and, and that's why he really fascinates me going into this year. Um, I think their other guy that was on the other team for the majority of the game, God, I forget what his name was. He was a redshirt freshman as well, returner. Uh, maybe a Georgia Tech fan in the audience can help me out. Maybe you, Spartan Martin can help me out like you do all the time. Uh in fact, let me look it up here. I'm not going to look it up. But Sims is going to be the guy this year for them. Uh, and by the way, while I'm on this, the amount of returning quarterbacks in the ACC going into this next season, a.k.a. quarterbacks that were starters uh, last season, not just quarterbacks that were on the roster, 13 of them, 13 starting quarterbacks are coming back for teams around the ACC this season. Like, how bonkers is that? I mean, you got Sam Howell at Carolina, obviously. Sims at Georgia Tech. You got uh, Kenny Pickett coming back for his senior year at Pitt. You have Larry coming back at NC State. And so many others. Uh, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, as much as uh, we were blessed with a good, a great year in ACC football last year, I don't even think we scratched the surface of what we're going to see this year. Because new teams are going to emerge. Old teams are going to – Carolina, uh, Clemson. Old teams are going to be getting better. Teams that started to make the jump last year, Boston College, they are going to be more established. Uh, <clears throat> Spartan Martin says Milton should be the starter at FSU. Uh, I'll be honest, I have not done my homework on FSU up to this point just yet. Uh, so I can't really – add anything to that just yet I, I am excited to see uh what coach Norville is going to do going into the scene because I do have a feeling in my gut kind of about Louisville too uh that I think FSU Louisville and Georgia Tech while we're on the subject are going to those are my three teams going into this season that I think are going to take major steps forward out of the abyss of the bottom part of the ACC. <coughs> Excuse me, ACC. <coughs> so keep an eye on that. Um, and Spartan Barton asked the big question: What is Virginia Tech going to do? I have no idea. Obviously, uh, that—that's uh, another quarterback. Uh, uh, whatever. Who Hubert is obviously gone. Uh, he transferred out, and I forget, something Meister. Uh, that was the dude's name. In fact, let me let me pull it up for you. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, Hendon Hooker is gone, obviously. He transferred out. We already knew that. Um, Burmeister. Burmeister uh, is returning for Virginia Tech. I believe he spent a nice chunk of the season starting uh, as well. They were kind of back and forth. It, but what is – so he's one of the 13 guys coming back uh, this season. I don't know what Virginia Tech's going to do. I do know that uh, their head coach is on the hot seat. Obviously, he's coming back. Uh, but it, I'm, I'm going to be in, – I'm, I'm intrigued by Virginia Tech, but for all the wrong reasons. Uh, I, you know, that, that's going to be interesting to see uh, what goes on over there. But, yeah, I think – I mean, look, when you look at – let me get this out of my way. Uh, when you look at Georgia Tech's season last year, I mean, it was a, it was atrocious. Three and seven. I mean, they had three notable games, and by notable, I don't mean games that they won necessarily. Notable means you know teams that were legitimate last year. Uh, you know whether they were the best teams in the ACC or ranked or something like that. Uh, so against Clemson, lost seventy three to seven. Against Boston College, lost 48 to 27, and against Notre Dame, lost 31 to 13. So in notable games last year, they got crushed and, and only had three wins, which came against Florida State, close one, uh, Louisville. That was pretty lopsided. They won that one like 46 to 27, and then they won a lopsided game against Duke, which was the worst team in the ACC last year and will be again this year, um, which I'm not sorry about that at all. Take a notice of the sign. Uh, <clears throat> now, this year for uh, the Jackets, notable games include at Clemson. That's on September 18th. You've got uh, a home win against Carolina. you got a home win against Pitt. you got uh, on the road at Miami. You're at home against Boston Cop. I mean, there's a lot of notable. This is why I'm going to be intrigued by Georgia Tech this season because they have a lot of notable games. You know, last year they really only had, again, they only had three notable games, got crushed in all of them. But this season where I think they're going to really start to click and put some things together and take steps forward uh, on top of that foundation that Jeff Collins has been building over there uh, and hopefully another so – uh, another, but a, a, a solid season for Jeff Sims to establish himself at the quarterback spot. I mean, again, at Clemson, at home against Carolina, at home against Pitt, at Miami, at home against Boston College, at Notre Dame. I don't know what Notre Dame's going to look like. I just, I assume they're be, be formable, be solid at the very least. Uh, and then against Georgia to wrap up the regular season, that one at home. That is seven, depending on what Notre Dame could look like, minimum of six notable games for Georgia Tech next year. So they're going to have their opportunities to potentially do something. Ain't nobody going to say they weren't tested. So, again, I'm intrigued by Georgia Tech. Uh, <clears throat> Boston College, you guys see the stake in the ground that uh, I put earlier in the year. Uh, the season was still going on in Boston College, which was they're going to be in the top 25 at some point this year. At least one week out of the season, they will be in the top 25. I have no doubt about that. I mean, Boston College, again, they were one, you know, I, I beat this horse uh, to death last year. They were one of the surprises uh, of uh, the ACC. 
I mean, they've really just, I mean, and that was the first year with, for Coach Halfley. Halfley, I think it's how you say his name. Jeff Halfley over at Boston College. And he just immediately, and by the way, you also have to take into account there were no spring practices last year. There were no OTAs. You know, and just like that affected some NFL teams, for better or for worse, that affected a, uh, college teams even more so. Uh, so, yes, Spartan Morton hit the nail on the head right here. Boston College and Pitt, which we will get to next, they are going to be very scrappy uh, this season. Uh, Boston, again, Boston College, at least a minimum of one week will be ranked in the top 25. I have no doubt about that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm warning you right now about the Eagles. I never thought I would say that Boston, I'm warning you right now about Boston College in anything. One, as a Carolina fan. Two, it's Boston College. We don't, like, when we think about the ACC, we don't even think about Boston College. It's Carolina, it's Duke in basketball, uh, it's FSU because they're a bigger brand name in the ACC, even though they haven't been good in football anyway as of late. Basketball, they have. UVA in basketball, uh, NC State, probably so, more so in women's basketball. Uh, we don't think about Boston College in anything. You better start. You better start. And if you haven't already, you will, because I'm telling you, the Eagles are going to make some noise this year. I promise you. Um, that's about all I got to say. I mean, we'll look at their schedules. I, I, I printed off all these schedules just to kind of take a look at them with you uh, as we welcome in a new viewer. Hello. Welcome in. Uh, <clears throat> uh, six and five finish last year. For Boston College, so they finished in the positive. Notable games for them. They had several. Uh, a loss uh, against Carolina when Carolina was ranked 12. Uh, a win in overtime uh, against Pitt right after Pitt fell out of the rankings. But, you know, they were still in the rankings near that time, not long before. Uh, a loss, pretty lopsided bad loss at Virginia Tech when Virginia Tech was ranked 23. Uh, and, uh, and then a loss... Well, 45 to 31 against a Notre Two Notre Dame team. So, oh, and then also the close game at Clemson that they lost. Uh, that was that first start for DJ Youngalele. I'm gonna get better at saying his name, but I mean, we saw what uh, Clemson was able to do against Notre Dame with DJ Youngalele with, uh, without Trevor Lawrence. Uh, the fact that Boston College was able to hang with Clemson at Clemson the way they did in that game really told me all I needed to know. And then obviously, you know, somewhat staying with Notre Dame uh, in that uh, game towards the end of the season. I mean, I'm just, that's, that's what I'm telling you. Like, Boston, and we'll take a look. So, six and five finished. Now, of all four teams that we're discussing here today, Pitt, Carolina, Georgia Tech, Boston College, the one uh, that the season coming up for each of those teams that is like, ugh, is Boston College. And I didn't realize that until I looked at it just a little while ago. I mean, they, they, have, made, they have two for the most part. And even that's pushing it because we don't, I mean, I expect NC State to have another good year, maybe even better since Larry uh, will be back. But you never know. Really the only legitimate big game against a notable solid team that they have on their schedule is at Clemson, October 2nd. Other than that, 
NC State is the very next game at home for Boston College. Uh, we'll see what Louisville looks like. They have them. We don't know what Virginia Tech is going to look like. Georgia Tech, if they become something, they, they got that. Uh, but they don't have any established teams on this on this schedule other than Clemson. They just don't. So even further re- – now, again, their credibility by people who don't know what the hell they're talking about and haven't been paying attention since last season like we have, uh, they will question the credibility of Boston College because they will see a very nice record. Uh, and, you know, Boston College, again, even more so now that we see the schedule, they will get into the top 25. And, you know, their credibility will be questioned, but just I'm warning you right now. I've been warning you already. Watch out for the Eagles. Just take a look. Uh, Yeah, Spartan Barton nailed it. I mean, Boston College, their schedule sets them up for a 9-10-1 season, minimum. I mean, I mean, and I'll read it off to you. I'll I'll read it off. I mean, they got Colgate uh, at Massachusetts. Temple, Missouri. Missouri could be formidable. Uh, Missouri, actually, that's probably a legitimate game. Missouri, add, an, add that one to the list. Three straight potentially uh, formidable games. Missouri, Clemson, NC State. Then you got Louisville, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, Florida State, Wake Forest. They're likely not to see a legitimate opponent till the tournament or, or till, the ace, uh, till the postseason. So, um, again, look out for the Eagles. So let's move to Pitt. We'll save the best for last. Uh, Pitt. (laughs) Look out for Pitt, too, this year. Because they have Kenny Pickett. And by the way, since we're this close to the draft. Ooh, I'm running out of time. Uh, Keep an eye on Kenny Pickett because he could potentially, if he ends up having the type of season... Okay, Spartan Martin says that Boston College will lose to Missouri. Potentially. but And you know what? I, I completely overlooked Missouri. Uh, now, that would be a good first game to establish themselves now, wouldn't it? I mean, you might be right. They may, lo- they may drop that one, but that's what I'm saying. They're going to have a couple of, not many, they've got the biggest ones. they got Missouri, they got Clemson, you know, NC State kind of, sort of. I mean, they – They'll have a couple opportunities to prove themselves for sure. Uh, but Pitt, I mean, they got Kenny Pickett back, which most consider to be a five-star caliber quarterback in college. Uh, I have heard people say that he's an NFL-level quarterback. So if he if he puts up the type of season that people think that he could, uh, you very well may see him being talked about as one of the main – because I don't – think that the quarterback class coming out for next season going into the draft is all that. So you may very well see, obviously, Sam Howe will be will most likely be in that. You're going to see probably Kenny Pickett in those big names as well, potentially if he has the season that pe- people think he could have. Uh, and not only that, and I'll be kind of short and sweet here with this, he has most of his weapons back. And most of the games that Pitt You know, whether it was at the start of the season when they were actually in the back part of the top 25. Um, Yes, Pickett. Spartan Martin just nails it every time. You you are practically my co-host right now. Pickett is so underrated. That's what I'm saying. You're most likely going to see him in the big names talked about. Maybe on the lower part of that, like a Zach Wilson or uh, 
I don't want to say Trey Lance because I think Trey Lance is probably better than Pickett. Uh, but I would say you're going to see him talked about probably in the bottom half of bigger names in the NFL draft lottery uh, for quarterbacks anyway next season in the in the draft. But I'm telling you, uh, he's got most of his weapons back on offense. And most of the game, again, whether it was in the, when they were ranked early in the season, they fell out. You know, he got hurt a couple times. I think he got hurt definitely once. I don't remember if he got hurt twice. Uh, kind of banged up a, a couple times. I don't remember that. Uh, but he, uh, he's he got most of his weapons back. And most of the games that Pitt looked look pretty solid and legit in were with him as the quarterback. I mean, they fell apart when they had to go to their backup. So uh, that, again, keep an eye on Pitt. And, and they've got some – I mean, they finished six and five. You know, they, they finished out – a fairly solid, you know, they kind of were a roller coaster. They, again, they started out hot, a nice chunk of losses in the middle when Pickett was out, and then they picked it up uh, at the end. So, I mean, their uh, their schedule. I'm looking at it right now. They play Clemson, they play Miami, they play UNC, uh, they play. Uh, you know, they, they're going to have their opportunities for some big spots as well. So, uh, I have maybe five minutes here, uh, and obviously. Uh, I had the most that I wanted to get into about uh, Carolina, uh, obviously because they're probably the most exciting spring game that we saw uh, over the weekend. I think I'm going to hold off on that because <coughs> uh, Chuck Oliver is coming up next. So, yeah, we'll, we'll hold uh, what we saw over the weekend from Carolina uh, till Thursday. Uh, I think – We'll add that to our day of NFL draft coverage, if you want to call it that here on ACC Tailgate. Uh, let's see here. Spartan Martin will do a few comments to finish up. He says there will be more experienced quarterbacks in regards to college starts in the 2022 draft than in the 2021 draft. Potentially. I mean, I, again, obviously, I know Sam Howell, you know, our, our guys uh, in the ACC, you know, Sam Howell was obviously going to be probably one of the headliners. Uh, you know, he's going to be a, potentially a Heisman winner. Uh, I would like to think Kenny Pickett is going to be in that conversation. As far as the other quarterbacks uh, around the ACC, I don't know just because I don't know what year or class everybody's in or if they'll be able to go to the draft, so I don't know. But definitely how, definitely Howell, definitely Pickett. Uh, I would like to look into that a little bit more. But you could be right. I mean, you never know. Like, I – and to that point, like I've heard, I've, I've heard that story before. You know, oh yeah, next year's uh, quarterback class going into the draft. Eh, you know, uh, you know, usually talking about a team that probably needs to take a quarterback, but potentially wouldn't. But it's it's like, yeah, but they need to get somebody this year because next year's quarterback class. Eh, it ain't up. I've heard that many times before, and then you end up with a class like this year, or you know, usually, usually you've always got a pretty solid quarterback class at the minimum uh, in the NFL draft. So, and with Howell and Pickett and others, and you may very well be right about that. So I, I think people count their chickens a little too quick on, you know, it's going to be a bad quarterback class next year. So <coughs> I'm sorry about the coughing. My, my throat's a little, <clears> throat> uh, but anyway, uh, a lot of hand stuff today. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, ACC tailgate on a Tuesday again. Uh, let's see here. Check out 
Spartan Barton says, check out McKenzie Milton's film from UCF. Back-to-back undefeated. He graduated, transferred to FSU. Okay. I'll definitely look at I Actually, you know what? I think I had heard that. So I actually want to do some more homework on that for sure. Uh, appreciate that as always. Appreciate Spartan Barton in the comments. Appreciate all our live viewers, podcast listeners, everybody. Uh, our sponsor, American Betting Experts. Thank you all uh, for tuning in. Uh, this was a pretty rapid fire show today, but it was pretty jam packed. We saw a lot of uh, exciting things that we can be excited about. Exciting things to be excited about uh, going into the fall. I'm so, so excited for this ACC football season. I mean, we thought it was good last year. We ain't seen nothing yet. The party's just getting started around here. So uh, a lot of draft stuff on Thursday. We're going to talk some Carolina football uh, on Thursday. So don't miss out on that. Would love to have you in for that as well. And every other episode. So uh, Chuck Oliver show is coming up next. Uh, Thank you all uh, for tuning in as always. And we'll hope to see you here Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on ACC tailgate uh, on Chris Landry football. I've been your host. Will Dalton, a.k.a. Wilbur and Gold. Uh, We'll see you next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.